just talking off the show, or off the air a second ago, with Terry Campbell, who you're now going to meet, critical care flight nurse for the University of Chicago. Illinois Heart Rescue is a program that partners with hospitals, EMS agencies, and communications to try to improve cardiac arrest survival in Illinois. And after what happened to DeMar Hamilton, we're all focused on this. Um, and uh, we just want all of us to be better and when that moment comes to be confident enough to do the right thing. But the funny part to me is after saving lives, you know, in her regular job, she's nervous about being here. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> You're nothing so sweet, Nothing to be nervous about. Very no. This is, I'm so glad we have you because as we were saying also off the air, I'm sure now everybody is saying to you, hey, how do we do CPR? We need to learn just the basics for those of us who, who don't know. By the way, I said Demar Hamilton. It's Hamlin, obviously. Hamlin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to get that right. Uh, yeah, so we'll do that. We'll do CPR, meaning you'll do it, you'll teach us again. Perfect. Um, in our second segment here, because we want people to have time to jump on Facebook. Because we'll do it on Facebook Excellent. Live. Excellent. Um, Steve Cochran. Uh, is it on Steve Cochran or on the LS? Steve Cochran? At Steve Cochran. At Steve Cochran. Okay. So we'll do that coming up. But give us some things we need to think about. The worst moment comes. We're the ones there, whether it's accessing an AED, whatever it is. What do we do? Okay. So let's start just with the basics. Honestly, one of the hardest parts, and we kind of saw this with Damar also, is somebody suddenly collapses or you get home and somebody's on the couch or on the floor and your initial thought is, what just happened? Is this something I need to intervene? Did somebody pass out? Did they have a seizure? Um, Seizure activity is commonly what gets called into EMS because when the heart suddenly stops, that's what sudden cardiac arrest is. That means the heart, the brain, rest of the organs immediately get cut off from blood. And the brain has an angry response. And it looks like kind of seizure activity where somebody's shaking a little bit. So that's the body reacting. To, to no moment. oxygen it, to the and, and blood to the brain and got to it. the heart. And that's very confusing for lay people, right? So people are standing around. They're like, what just happened? Is everything okay? And there's no activity. Really, one of our primary messages is if you see somebody that has a little bit of the, you know, walking, talking, has this crazy short seizure-like activity and they don't have a seizure history or even if they do, you need to call 911 right away. I always say you want somebody good looking with a uniform there to help you. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two. Well, I don't care if they're average looking. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number, yeah, you can't turn them away if they're not to your standards. <laughs> yeah. Number two, um, most 911 dispatchers are trained to recognize early signs of cardiac arrest, and they're going to help coach you through how to do bystander CPR. Because it's great that we're going to go over CPR. A lot of people have had CPR in high school. Maybe they had it in Girl Scouts. Maybe they were a lifeguard. But I always say it's like high school Spanish. If you don't use it, you're yeah. going to remember the cuss words, right? Yeah, right. Yep. So we're going to need to keep brushing this dust off and to do this. So how are we going to recognize a problem? If you see that crazy seizure-like activity, if people are not responding when you touch them or call their name, 
if they are not breathing or not breathing normally. So that's something else that kind what of... What about a pulse? Is a pulse a big deal? No, Steve, we're not doing that anymore. Now, healthcare professionals, yes. But the average person, that's not a no, judge. For lay people, we're not doing it. We're no longer doing mouth-to-mouth for lay people. Okay. Because for two reasons. Really? One, there was an ick factor, right? Okay. People are like, hmm, yeah. not sucking face with grandma, not doing it, right? The other part was people are worried about uh, communicable diseases, which really is not and, a concern. But right. again, but, at but the time... At that point, yeah. But you can't have yeah. those seconds lost while people are deciding yes. if exactly. they're going to do it. Exactly. So here's what we want. You see somebody that's not responding to their name or touch, somebody that's not breathing or not breathing normally. Mm-hmm. So again, normal respirations are are innocent. You don't recognize them, but that's somebody that looks like a fish out of water, kind of gasping, snoring, kind of sounding like a zombie, anything weird breathing, that is cardiac arrest, period, cardiac arrest. So first thing we do, call 911. Now, when you call 911, Believe me, you're in a crowd, you're on the L platform, everybody's going to have their phones out, and you think people are helping you. They're not. They're videotaping, they're Mm. going on Facebook Live, whatever they're doing. So you want to say, hey, you in the blue shirt, point to them, call 911. Right. If you're in a public place, send somebody for an AED, we'll get back to that. Okay. 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 Then the next thing you do is hop on the chest. You preferably want somebody on a firm surface. So if somebody is in a bed, on a couch, in a chair, kind of drag them onto the onto the ground. Now, well, you, let me let me just ask you something right there. Yeah, because a lot of people maybe if you happened on the scene, even if it was only a few seconds before, they're nervous about touching someone who's going through that. Right. The, the symptoms you're describing, it's a necessity. To to get in there and act, right? Because we're not talking about an accident victim in that case. We're talking about somebody that's having a heart attack. For every minute that somebody does not get CPR, their chance of death increases by 10%. So within 10 minutes, if somebody is a victim of cardiac arrest and gets no CPR, it has 100% mortality. Mm. But I always say... The baton is in our hand. We get to change that statistic by turning it around. The faster you hop on the chest. Here's the great news. If you hop on a chest and somebody is just really sleeping hard, maybe they had too much tequila, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, they're going to be hacked off. And you're going to be like, oh, oh. Okay, hey, guess what? I just saved your life. So kudos to me, Mm -hmm. right? We cannot seriously hurt somebody by doing CPR, even if they have a native heart rate underlying. You cannot disrupt that rhythm. The very worst thing that can happen is you might have a broken rib. And really, that is more common with old and frail people, not so much for people like Damar Hamlin, anybody else in this room, kids, whatever the case may be. You don't have to worry about breaking people. Okay, People are hard to break. Okay. How, how do how do we know? I mean, based on what you just said, I think this is how we know. But the question was going to be, we run to get the AED first or we start CPR first. You're saying CPR. CPR is always first. We want to prime that pump. And the reality is, unless your victim lands right in front of an AED box, just pure timing. 
So again, when I pointed, in this case, I pointed to John and I said, you know, go call 911. And I'm pointing to Andrea and I say, get me an AED. Right. And AED stands for automatic external defibrillator. Think of it as a spark plug for your heart, right? Okay. okay. So it's in, um, you'll, you've seen him in. Uh, train stations on the L. You've seen them at the park airports. Gyms, right? So it's a white box with a red heart and a lightning bolt through it. Unfortunately, when they were first manufactured in the 90s, they were for um, EMS and medical people only. So some of the old boxes still say for healthcare professionals only. That is not the case. Okay. Open that door. Sometimes there's a lo- an alarm. Yeah. Awesome. More people are going to come. Right. Nine one one will be uh, initiated. Right. So nine one one call. Odd breathing. As calmly as you can. Talk to the person at nine one one about what you're seeing and what you're experiencing, and then more importantly, listen to what they're telling you. Exactly. Keep the phone. We say put your phone on speakerphone. Right. Right. And then put it right next to it. and and the nine one one dispatchers are going to help. You know coach you through how to do CPR. So again, this layered learning. We want you to get it now. We want you to get it in the time of panic, right? You're scared. You don't want to hurt anybody. Sure. I want to tell everybody listening, you cannot hurt them. You can only help. Yeah, they're in a world of hurt and they need you to intervene. Absolutely. You're still nervous? You're doing great. Ah, Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. You're doing I'm nervous because I'm the one who has to have the heart attack right. to check this out. I <laughs> yeah. don't think Listen, that's fair. you volunteered. You raised your <laughs> hand. Whatever. <laughs> Who's nervous now? Me. <laughs> Andrea Dallas is nervous now. She is going to perform CPR. Go to at Steve Cochran on Facebook Live. And hi, everybody. Uh, Terry Campbell is a critical care flight nurse. By the way, who do you do that for? Uh, University of Chicago. But I also work for the University of Illinois at Chicago called UI Health. This is Illinois Heart Rescue. So please, everybody that's listening, um, if you are an Illinois resident, any church group, community, school, Illinois Heart Rescue will come to your organization. Teach your people. Teach your people for free. Oh, that's big. IllinoisHeartRescue.com. Please go. That's great. Lots of resources. All right, we're going to do a little role playing here. We're going to pretend you're on the phone. Andrea's just happened on this poor woman who's collapsed. And by the way, it's a shame about her torso. Uh, (laughs) And you're going to talk her through what she needs to do. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Andrea, you're going to call me. And what are you going to say? I'm going to say uh, somebody's not responding. I'm, I'm looking at somebody and they're on the floor and they're not, they don't appear to be breathing. And oh, okay, ma'am, when you touch them, any response? No. And Should they're I not, shake them? They're, yep, they're not breathing. No. Okay. Nope, she's not breathing. So, ma'am, we need to do CPR right away. I need you to kneel next to the victim. Okay. okay. Put your hands straight out, elbows locked, one hand on top of the other. Using the heel of your hand, you want to put it on the breastbone, that bone right between the the breasts, okay? You can say boobies, it's okay. I, can, I love the word boobies. Okay, now, okay. Andrea, you because I, I can see you, you want your shoulders directly over your hands because you want your body weight to help you compress. Okay. Okay, Andrea, we are going to compress 100 to 120 times per minute. Between me and you, what kind of cadence is that? Uh, use the song Staying Alive or, all right, there you go. Ready? Boom, boom, boom. Now, Andrea, you have to push hard. You are trying to push them in half. Stay with the cadence. Boom, boom. So that's literally two compressions a second. 
I'd uh, have to do that math. Yeah. 60 seconds. I'm a nurse. I'm not so good at math. No, all right. Andrea, push yes. all the way down and come all the way up. Okay. When you're pushing down, you're sending blood to the brain. When you come up, you're sending blood back to the heart. Push harder. You got it. Okay. When do you stop if the person wakes up, if that's the right words? Yeah, absolutely. If somebody is showing signs of life, they're coughing, they're breathing, they're pushing you away, you stop. The other time when you stop is when somebody good looking with a uniform shows up. So right. when a healthcare right. professional get the gets there. But you bring up a great point, Steve. If you are fatigued and there are other people in the room, Andrea, this yes. is physically a, a workout, it right? It is, it is. But it is, is it easy to show somebody how to do? Yes. So if anybody else is in the room, you can say, hey, kneel down here. I need help. Healthcare professionals, we swap off about every two minutes because that's how we give the highest performance. Okay, now this could not be easier in practice thinking about it in these circumstances. In an emergency situation, people freeze. So to me, what you're saying, the focus point is cross your hands, heels of your hand, shoulders over your hands, really important, right? Yes. Because that gives you the strength. And the pushing as hard as you can, it sounds like. Right. Uh, you know, again, AHA is going to say an, an inch and a half to two inches. How do you possibly quantify that? Healthcare professionals can't quantify that. So what we say is try to compress, like if you're looking at the victim for this from the side, try to compress them in half. Now, an adult chest has too much resistance. You're not going to be able to actually compress them in half, but it gives you that idea that you need to push hard. So our mantra, push hard and fast in the center of the chest, pushing down coming all the way up so that way both the brain and the heart are being perfused. And it helps leaning over, like you said, because I was leaning backwards. You said go right over, kind of like you're lining up a golf ball. Yeah, exactly. Be aggressive. Um, How do we know we need an AED? Okay. An AED, we don't know. So the beautiful thing about an AED is it is way smarter than we are. Mm -hmm. So if you get the AED and you hit the green button, which is the on button, going to tell you exactly what to do. So, um, Andrea, can you hand me that? So if, or if you want to just hold it up. So if you look at these pads here on either side, they show exactly where to put the stickers on the chest. Now, a couple things are important. One, it has to go on bare skin. So you can't put it over the clothing because it's picking up the electrical impulses. This is not time to be shy. You rip the shirt open and you do what you have to do. Exactly. And if it's like your grandma and you don't want grandma naked. You don't have to. All you have to do is kind of unbutton the blouse a little bit and you can slip the stickers on the skin. So you don't have to worry about that. For the radio portion of this, the stickers are going to go where? So look at the pictures, Andrea. Okay. And where does that one go? This one goes underneath. What the appears, other side. What yep. appears to be like right the left breast area. Perfect. And then this is up by the shoulder. Right. So think of it like a seatbelt. Okay. You know how a seatbelt oh, goes across? Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how you're going to put it on, right? All right. And Got then it? you just follow the instructions once you hit the green button. Uh, right. I'm not going to have you turn it on because it's going to go through a training prompt. We'll do a separate video for that. But when you turn it on, the AED is going to say, remove pads, apply to bare skin. Then it's going to tell you, do not touch the victim. Now, the reason it's telling you not to touch the victim is I, I told you this machine is smarter than we are. If Andrea is touching her grandma, the pads are so sensitive, it's going to pick up Andrea's heartbeat. And it's going to be like, girl, 
You don't need anything. You're fine, right? So that's why we're not touching. The machine will say shock indicated or shocks not indicated. If a shock is indicated, it's going to tell you that the machine is charging. A red light is going to flash. It will tell you to push the button. And then here's the beautiful part. It's going to tell you to do CPR again, and a metronome is going to come on. It's not quite as snazzy as staying alive, but a metronome is going to come on and keep you on beat. And the good news here is you're going to be on the phone with a 911 operator who's trained to talk you through all of this right. um, exactly. while it's going on. Can you give CPR while the patches are still on? Absolutely, okay. because every two minutes, the machine is going to reevaluate because you probably did great CPR, and maybe we got the rhythm back. I'm not going to lie to you, Andrea. Um, I don't think the uh, dummy's going to make it. Um, <laughs> oh, but this is don't it talk is. about John that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, you're good. a natural. You're a natural. This is exactly <laughs> what saved Amara Hamlin's life yes. and his healthy future. CPR, AED, CPR by trained professionals right away. You're not going to be around trained professionals in all likelihood when you come across this. Please jump in. The Facebook live video um, we will put up as a video podcast as well. But are you going to do something else for us? Yeah, I'm going to also uh, do a demonstration of the AED. But remember, our our goal for Illinois Heart Rescue is to not have more alive people living in um, rehabilitation or nursing homes, right? Our goal is for people to go back home, to go back to their families, to go back to their jobs. Every minute you are not on the chest, you're decreasing that chance not only of survival, but of also being neurologically intact. And the most important message, I think, for me is you can't hurt them. You can help them. You cannot hurt them. Be a hero. Even if you don't want to be a hero. Right now, it's not about you. Step up. Great to meet you. You're a hero. Yeah, thank you for Uh, all what you do. Thank you. Great to meet you. Thank you for the work you're doing. Uh, We'll also put a link up for you to get your organization, the training that you can do for your people, too. Thank you for listening to Live From My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Support the show by subscribing wherever you're listening and by telling your friends about it. Follow Steve on all social media channels, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And make sure you check out this episode's show notes for relevant information discussed during the conversations. You can also email the show directly at thecochranshow at gmail.com with any questions or comments. And that's the best place to tell us about your favorite nonprofit so we can make sure we mention them on the next episode. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. He would love to MC your event. And occasionally, he's funny. Thank you for listening. Head to cochranshow.com for more. <laughs>